WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. We're bringing in talent 1,000%. So have a lot of cap space and cash. Yeah. Ready to burn some cash. That was Gerard Mayo on the Greg Hill Show this morning. This is our number four of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI. First Mayo Monday on the station. He'll take a little bit of a break. He'll uh, come back August, September, and then be on the air uh, all season long. They'll uh, resume the uh, coach interview here on WEI, and what a difference it is going to be from Bill Belichick kind of uh, snorting into the mic and the long pauses to Gerard Mayo, who's actually answering your questions. Now, we'll also see how long that lasts, and if Mayo, say the team is, you know, one in five, like, are, is it still going to be that kind of an interview? Like, that that changes, right? Like, how, how the team is doing, I would, I would think, would have an impact, but for the time now, he is uh, pretty open and honest, it seems like, and uh, engaging. Which is a which is a big departure from where it's been. Weird thing about like energy, upbeat, optimism, yeah. even coming out of a four and thirteen season, paying appropriate respect and reverence to his coach, or rather former coach and mentor. Mm-hmm. Now actually, just sort of like being his own man as well. Uh, I uh, they mentioned uh, getting some headphones for him as well, so he could have yeah. his own custom headphones down there. Dr. Christian Fourier today, who's got the cookup at Bose, already working on it. So, like, Love that. he's going to get great ta- get great care taken on these Mayo Mondays as part of WEI's Patriots Monday. And it's funny because a lot of coaches, you know, once they end their coaching careers, they get into TV. Whereas Mayo, an interesting path, he was a player, then did some TV, as well as his job at Putnam or Optum that he'll tell you all about. But then he was now a head coach. It's still all before the age of 40, but he's got experience doing a little bit of everything, right? Like player, real-world job, and a TV job. So he understands the media aspect of it as well. All right, let's go to the phone, 617-779-7937. Let's go to Liam in Springfield. He will lead off this hour on WEI. What do you got, Liam? Hey, guys, what's going on? Um, You know, with Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots and Mayo coming in, I feel like it's a big, like, culture change around here. And, um... I was wondering, do you guys like what do you guys think should like? What's like the biggest culture change? It should be like maybe like a famous person, new famous fan, like Bam Margera or like David Hasselhoff, and not showing much more of a like Bon Jovi or anything. Like getting some like different music going on in the in the games and stuff, and just bringing a different energy for this like new era of Patriots football. Well, yeah, I mean, so Fitzy, mm. you're down at the stadium a lot more than I am. Uh, were they still playing the Bon Jovi after every touchdown? Uh, you didn't hear it much this year, so I don't know. <laughs> That's good point. That's true. Yeah. Yes, they did. But and scrap also... that. Like, scrap that. I'm, I'm with yeah. him. Like, I don't, and listen, I love Bam Margera. I didn't really understand the Bam Margera reference there. But still, I think changing some things over and maybe some oh, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the in the in stadium experience kind of changing that as there is a, a change. First thing I would do, Rich, yeah. uh, first thing I would do, number one, I would change, and I have no confirmation that they're going to, I would definitely change the touchdown music to Bon Jovi. Although, yeah. I don't know if Kraft will say this is what's worked for us, so we're going to stick with what yeah. works. Uh, two, but Belichick was the Bon Jovi guy, so I could see them changing that. Two, you definitely change the intro like, playing the Carmina Burana into the, you know, all aboard crazy train, like 
That was Brady's thing. They held on to it for a couple years too long. I don't know if game day operations, who I happen to know pretty well, will do that, but I'd bet good money that they do. Yeah. Number three, fire the in-stadium host, the guy on the Jumbotron giving away stuff in-game. <laughs> that guy stinks. Oh, got to move on. What gotta a find hack. Well, I, we got a way, actually, Stiz, right, that maybe they should start the game when they want to lead the team out. Oh! I'll get the people going, I think. You can't hurt. And we should, you know, we should do. What's right, that? You know, uh, right now, why don't we just, like, take some suggestions for some, you know, some so- some new, like, little new info tunes? for some new songs. See, some new tunes in there. Some ki- t- tunes to just, like, get out there. Some new tunes. You, I mean, Rich, you're a fan of the upbeat music. I do like fast music. Get get that going. What about, would you go as far as to change the uniform? Be like, listen, it's a it new. takes two years to put that through with the NFL. Yeah. But yeah. you might as well get it started because then you can really separate the Belichick era. Like, remember yeah. when they started wearing I this? The color rush. Ugh. Yeah, I don't want the color rush. I like the Pat no. Patriot, but then again, that's not like a new uniform, and they can only do that so many times. Yeah, I saw a lot. Beg- of- go ahead, Nick. Sorry. No, no, sis. I was just going to say one thing. Um, I was begging them to go back to those royal blue giant Elvis on the shoulder pads, 1990s Bledsoe era ones. Those, I love those. I always I call those the Chris Slades. I'm not sure yeah. why. But I, Vincent Brown, <laughs> he's the player that sticks out to me wearing yep. that uniform the most. The Bri- you could also, uh, some have called them the Brisbees. I love Bri- Mike, Michael Timpson and Vincent Brisby was a better duo than you think. I oh, saw dear. people on Twitter saying getting rid of the flying Elvis. No way, right? They won't, but they should. Oh, I've, you'll I, win it. I've right. never been. It a would fan. help. Okay. Never it would been be. A fan. It would be nice. Just make a tweet to it. But look, teams like the like the Eagles have manipulated. From the days yeah. of like the Harold Carmichael Eagles and Randall Cunningham up to now, like they've made subtle tweaks at it. Yeah. The Patriots could do as much as well, but I think they probably already believe one logo rebrand is enough. Um, the new song, like something to, to start things off with, needs to definitely be like, you know, it can't be too goofy. It needs to be a little more contemporary. Stiz, you must have something in there that would. Maybe yeah, like a Stiz sure original. Could, yeah, Maybe yeah, Stiz just works on yeah, something. That'd be great. I mean, we all got our Spotify uh, or your favorite streaming platforms, you know, wrapped up. So yeah. we all should be, you know, have pl- uh, favorite songs aplenty. That's true. From. I think mine and some. I like the suggestion uh, box, though, Nick. Yeah, suggestion box. Hit us up at Rich Keefe Show on yep. uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can 37937 on the, uh, the text, and you can jump in the Twitch chat as well. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We've got Matt in Rhode Island. He joins us next. What's going on, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? I, I was listening to earlier. I just want to first say that Jim Gray is a squid. I cannot stand that guy. <laughs> so I got, you back on that. I got you back on that. Thank you. Definitely. Love it. Hmm. Um, the winter weekend is now my favorite part of the Red Sox season. Um, <laughs> because... Um, what is a um, full throttle isn't what you ever thought it was. It's just a life monster that I guess he's got probably tattooed on the on his small of his back or something. But um, it generally turns into a disaster, which is I'm all for. Um, I, I love listening to it all. Uh, it's going to be a tractor pull for 162 games, but um, I really, uh, really don't know what their strategy is with that whole thing, but it's going to be ugly. But I called on, um, on the Celtics. I went to the game on Friday night and, um, you know, I've been saying this. I've called it a few times, and I know you guys are in agreement. I think um, the, he's got it. Um, Kendrick Perkins really lit him up today. I don't know if it was today, um, but he was. Um, he basically called him a bird brain. 
And the reason why he's just, he's just like, wait, no, Perk called the bird brain. Um, Who's the Joe bird Missoula, brain? Sorry, Joe Mazzola. Oh, Mazzola. Yeah, oh, bird okay. brain. All right. Yeah, Joe Mazzola. He called Joe Mazzola bird brain because, um, you know, they're going to win these games when they're shooting the ball. And they're going to blow out teams like the Hawks, like 140 to, you know, whatever. But they're going to lose these games. They're going to continue to lose these games in the playoffs as well. Um, without, like, it's all about analytics. They have nothing. He, he doesn't draw plays. He doesn't get any easy baskets, is what um, basically Perk was saying. So, yeah, it's really disappointing because I think they're going to blow the season. I mean, I, I, I hate wow. to be so negative because they are a great team. But yeah, they are. When you get yeah. into these games. And it's... All right, Brad, thanks for the call. Uh, the Perk, I, I heard him say that the other night, and he did the same line that he did, I think, with uh, Kyrie years ago. He was like <laughs> – what he says, like, if you put his brain inside of like a bird's head, the bird would fly backwards or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know where he got that from, or like how the hell that even became a thing. Uh, but it is kind of funny. Funny, you know. And I'm not. I've never been a huge Joe Missoula fan, but at the mm-hmm. same time, the team has been a wagon. They do have third quarter issues, and watching the game against the yeah. Nuggets, where they finally lose at home. Those final three minutes was frustrating. And to the caller's point and maybe to Perk's point, some of those possessions weren't great. They had plenty of opportunities. It's not like the Nuggets really like closed hard, right? They they were able to get the ball back. They had a bunch of trips down the floor, and it just didn't seem like they had anything going. It was it was a super tight, close game. So yeah, he's not perfect by by any means. But I also I'm not anticipating this big like Oh, they're gonna blow it! Like I, I think they're still. They should win it. They are the team. They they should be the favorite right now. But that third, those third quarter issues, and also, I don't know who it's supposed to be, but I still am not sold on the idea of Jason Tatum being the guy to take the final shot when it's tied down one, down two, fourth quarter. Like really, yeah, he kind of rushed it a little bit. He had more time on this one does. against the Nuggets. It's a fadeaway yeah. three. It's an off balance yeah. shot. He rushes it like the numbers on Tatum taking the last shot are not great, Bob. But like also, we need, we need to decide on who the new like final shot guy is going to be. Jalen Brown, in that same uh-huh. game, missed two free throws and then got the ball right back after an offensive rebound and missed a wide-open three. All right there at the end of the game, super tight, close game, and you have your best guys missing big shots. So that was frustrating. I didn't think they were going to go you know, 41-0 and at home, but... It was pretty interesting how long that winning streak was going to last. And Jokic and Murray come in, and those guys are scary. Like, those guys are nasty. I would take the Nuggets to come out of the West again. I know the I know the Thunder and the T-Wolves are having great regular seasons, and the Clippers have been really good. But I don't know. I'd, I'd put my money on the Nuggets again. Yeah, I would not I would not be surprised if the Nuggets come out. And, hey, listen, maybe Nuggets-Celtics uh, is good enough as well. Or, That'd be good. Yeah, or, I, or Bucks. Bucks nugs as well. Um, I think, um, Rich, I think we actually have our first suggestion uh, coming in for a new Patriots intro song. Oh, yeah, we got a few on the text line, too. What do you have? Um, (laughs) Remember? Yeah. uh, Remember this old favorite, uh, Stupefied by Disturbed? Of course I remember this. Wow, Nick. Good choice. I have this album. Left field from you. I have this album. Yeah, Down With The Sickness yeah. and Stupefy were on the same uh, record. Crank this, Diz. Yeah. I mean, it's just like such yeah. like, like it, it refreshes up the idea of Crazy Train, but it's still something 
you'll probably hear on 37 boomboxes at tailgates yeah. over in P11. It takes you right back to 2000 or yeah. whatever year, doesn't it? Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I could, early like, 2000s. yeah, Gil Santos, Rock Celtic, Rock Patriots Radio Network. I love it. Yeah. What's the Stiz, what's the, uh, Stiz line got there? Uh, no, th- so, yeah. We- Text line. 603 says it's obvious. It's right under your nose. Dr. Dre. The next episode. Makes sense. I see what you did there. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't know how much of it you can. I mean, this is obviously the clean version. Yeah. (laughs) You you can probably start it at different parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next episode makes a lot of sense. So Mayo did say this morning uh, on the Greg Hill Show that being from Virginia, he's more apt like the clips he was saying. I'm trying to think of the other Virginia artists that he was naming. Oh, um, but he's, yeah, he he's did really accuse Hillman of being an Eagles fan, which I thought was such a yeah. boomer burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who like artists from Virginia? What do we got here? Yeah, there were like two or three that he mentioned. One or two were familiar to these old bones. Oh, is Timberland from Virginia? Yep, Timberland's another one. Oh, so that would be good. You could do any of Timberland his has mashups and stuff. Days. Yeah, I was gonna say that's good. Missy Elliott's from Virginia. Oh, that's right, Missy Elliott. All right. I'm so we could that. do uh, no Give It To that. Me by Timbaland or? Yep. Uh-huh. So can I do all Virginia rejoins for the rest of the show? I, I mean, think there's you're gonna, two more. I, I, I think you're going to have to. Okay. Yeah, I think at this oh, point. it's got to be, it's either got to be Work It or Get Your Freak On. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, 2024, New England Patriots. Get your freak on. Get your freak on. Get your freak on. Yeah, I'd like that. I'm in on that. All right, uh, we got Grab Bag coming up, so let's not waste any more time. Grab Bag's on the way. Right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Bruins, they are on the ice tonight, hoping to make it five straight. They are home at the Garden facing the Winnipeg Jets right now. Ten minutes left in the third period. Your Boston Bruins are up 2-1. to one. Bruins goals have come from Coyle and Lauco. The Celtics, they are also in action. They are on the road tonight in Dallas taking on the Mavericks. They tipped off a little under an hour ago. Right now, eight minutes left in the second quarter. Celtics up 37-32. to Kristaps Porzingis is out with right knee inflammation. Drew Holiday, Al Horford both in there. Patriots interviewed Rams tight end coach Nick Cayley today for their offensive coordinator position. Cayley has spent several years in New England in various offensive coaching roles. Tomorrow, the Patriots will sit with Zach Robinson, who's been working as an assistant to the Rams since 2019. Little head coaching news. Adam Schefter reported tonight that the Titans Titans are working to finalize a deal to hire Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan as their next head coach. Callahan has been the offensive coordinator for the Bengals for the last five years. And some NFL playoff results. The Lions beat the Bucks 31-23 in Detroit. Uh, the Bills lost to the Chiefs 24-27. The 49ers beat the Packers 24-21. And Lamar Jackson and the Ravens beat the Texans 24-10. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI.
can't stand it. No way. When I walk up in the peace, I ain't got any speed. It's going to be coming to Gillette Stadium this fall. They go with Virginia artists. It's a banger because it's around May. It really is. Missy Misdemeter Elliot. Could be good. Better than like, yeah. you know, most Seven system. Nation Army, which is what you hear at every other stadium. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more Imagine Dragons if you have it. Just a Stir, yeah, couple a more, more of those. Arena Rock. Yeah, no. No, they put on a they put on a great show. It was the first uh, sure. major arena show that I took uh, the now ten year old, then nine year old to. Hell of a show. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Kid, kid friendly, the whole thing. Very good. Yeah, that, actually, it was uh, there were like hundreds of kids. The lead singer, they all went to Berklee College of Music here in Boston, and the lead singer said, "Like I hear this is like the first major show for hundreds of kids tonight." <laughs> Hey, start them young. They'll be fans for life. There you go. Go radioactive. The guy saw Magic Dragons back in 2019. And you know what? There was lightning (laughs) and thunder. You know what my first concert was? No, I don't. Ready? (laughs) Hands. Neither of us even wanted to I guess. Know, I know. No, I don't. Hanson, baby. Oomba. Hanson. Yeah, that's right. It was? Yeah, my cousin dragged me to it. Shout out my cousin Kim. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Where'd he go? All right. Yeah, wow. always, always go see the band named after the last name of the man who's trying to catch you. <laughs> it's time for Grafton. It's time. Oh, it certainly is time for grab bag. Let's take a start with the Celtics in action tonight, taking on the Dallas Mavericks in Texas. Currently, the Celtics with a 55-44 to lead in the second quarter. We have a big uh, same-game parlay, as it turns out, in this mm-hmm. game going on right now. And I know a few of the uh, listeners played it. We have uh, Celtics minus 2.5. So far, so good. Jason Tatum, 10 rebounds. Uh, he's got four. And we're still in the first half, so I would say okay. that's a good sign. It's a good start. And then Kyrie Irving under 26.5, unfortunately in some places under 25.5, uh, currently has six points. So, okay, fingers uh, crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. I think we're kind of uh, we're trending in the right direction. I think we'll, we'll say that much about that much, but yeah. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Well, hopefully you're sitting down, and I will allow you to, if you're taking a big swig of beer, to swallow that for a second so you don't spit it out all over the place. Have you seen what Joel Embiid is doing tonight? I have heard tale yeah. that he's having himself an eve. Two minutes left to play in the okay. 76ers-Spurs matchup. Philly has an 11-point lead. Joel Embiid has 66 points. Oh, my. He has 66 points and 18 rebounds. Have a uh, night when, when Wemby's in town. He has made one three-pointer. Hmm. So the old school fans will enjoy this. He's 23 of 40 from the field. That's how, that's how a man gets it done that's, on the court. It's a man's game. 19 of 21 at the stripe. Uh, also five assists on a block. And Wembyama, who you mentioned, 33 points for uh, the rookie. So he's holding up his end of the bargain. But uh, he just hit another free throw, so 67 points currently for Joel Embiid. Mother of Pearl. And this <laughs> on the anniversary of the Kobe 81, no less. Is it really? Get after today it. Today is? Yeah, today's uh, wow. January 22nd is a sneaky fun day in sports. You got, um, I mean, every day in January is, is an anniversary day for the Patriots. Seven years yep. ago was the uh, 
seven years ago was the AFC Championship where Chris Hogan had like 900 yards receiving and multiple touchdowns. <laughs> they didn't cover him. They didn't cover no, him that they, game. The whole game. They were like, I'll let him go. It was fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, which one of you guys ordered the grab bag? That'd be me. Uh, Bruins update, third period, just over five minutes left to go in the game. Bees have a 3-1 lead over the Winnipeg Jets. Here we go. Uh, Jacob Lauko, Charlie Coyle with goals, and Jake DeBrusque just scored shorthanded. Hey, yeah, look at the Bruins offense has yeah. been, like, I, I think one of my favorite tweets was from this gal, Sophie Weller, who covers the Patriots. She said they scored nine goals the other night. She said, the Bruins scored more goals tonight than points the Patriots scored in over six games this season. Sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds sadly uh, about right. But, yeah, Jeremy Swayman in net for the Bees, and uh, not a whole lot going on. I think he's had 17 saves, so he hasn't really been challenged too much uh, against Winnipeg. I'll get it, honey. Must be grab bag. But Zach Ertz joining up with the Detroit Lions, just sort of parachuting in. The backup or the number two tight end on the Lions got hurt in the game uh, over the weekend. So Sam Laporta is clearly their guy. But Zach Ertz, who got released right at the end of the year from the Cardinals, he wanted to go join a contender. He didn't join anybody. But now he hops on with the Lions, and he's going to play. I mean, I assume he's going to play in the uh, NFC Championship game. Well, he's on the practice squad for now. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Sammy I guess it depends on already so good. Yeah, but if they want to run anything with two tight ends, that was the only other. I forget the guy's name now, but he got hurt. So if they want to run anything right. else, like there was that crazy third down play, or was it fourth down that Jared Goff did like the uh, misdirection and they hit the backup tight end. I think that's the guy yeah. who got hurt. So if they want to run any nonsense like that, they got to dress somebody else. So it'll probably depend on that guy's health. But if he's out, maybe Ertz finds himself in an NFC title game. Could you imagine, like, ring chasing like that? Like, the, you're released by the Cardinals. Yep. And you just wait around, stay in shape, hoping that you'll get a call. And, you know, uh, ring, hello. Hey, yeah, it's Zach Ertz. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Wow, dang. You want to come break some kneecaps like, off? Sure. It is weird, though. There almost should be, like, a like a rule. Like, you know, like, in baseball, you have to be on a roster by a certain date to be eligible I, for the I postseason. I like it like this. Just, you do? You know Just what? Wild yeah, West Come it? on in. Jump in. Anybody Anybody want to play? Like, yeah. I'll play. Go ahead. For you, you know, if you were willing to just put your body and life and well-being on the line for yeah. a paycheck and a chance to chase that rink, I had rink. That's true. Wild back! So the Philadelphia Eagles fired their defensive coordinator today, Sean Desai. He was already reassigned during the season, but he kept the title. And then Matt Patricia took over play calling duties. We all know how that went. And he is now I'm been <laughs> he's he's now, quote, been allowed to pursue other opportunities. So uh Nick Sirianni, they're sticking with Sirianni, but they're they're getting rid of everybody else and they're trying to surround him with good coordinators again. I guess that's the plan. Yeah, great plan. Great plan. Let's let's run Frank Reich back from the Super Bowl season. Mm-hmm. That'll uh, that'll work. Let's let's trade for Carson Wentz. Yep. Um, see if Alshon Jeff would kick the tires on Alshon Jeff. Come on, why not, right? Because even when Frank Reich was there, he was working under Doug Peterson, so even Frank Reich didn't call the plays. Doug Peterson did. But I right. guess, well, Sirianni will call the plays, though, right? So I guess it doesn't really matter. But either way, the Philadelphia Eagles, 10-1, and one, and then just fell apart, just blew up down the stretch. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. It's time for Grab Bag! 
Panthers are hiring uh, Dan Morgan. Remember the old linebacker there out of, out of the U? Dan Morgan's going to be the team's new general manager. How about that? See, I love that's that's really fun. Yeah, that's a really fun. It's kind of we so Dan Morgan's a GM. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's and Gerard Mayo, all head coaches now. So it pays to be like a 2000s middle linebacker. It seems like These guys are doing all right. Oh, I got a fun little I got a fun little nugget uh, from uh, for the old grab bag about Bill Belichick. If you want it next. Everyone's talking about grab bag. Yeah, all right, this was just aggregated by at underscore ML football. <laughs> I was going to say, is this another Dove Cleman report? It is not a jump in front of a bus. Yeah, no, please. Okay. It's not Adobe. We're not any, Anyone who has a restraining order against them because of Jennifer Lawrence, not a fan. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, report, this must have been doled out. I have not listened to it today. Uh, this probably, I'm guessing, came from the Bill Simmons podcast where he and Cousin Sal go over the games and guess the lines. Okay. Report. Falcons front office does not want owner Arthur Blank to hire Bill Belichick as their new head coach per Bill Simmons. Quote, the people that run the franchise, they just want to keep their jobs. They're in job preservation mode, so they're like, maybe we hire Raheem Morris instead. So that's why there's a delay. Arthur Blank wants to go for it. Well, and it's everyone Arthur else Blank's that- call. If Arthur Blank wants them, get him. And if the, these guys are all worried about, you know, whether they're going to be there or not, so they're just going to get Raheem Morris so they can all keep their jobs, and then Raheem Morris can have that job for three years, and then he can go maybe somewhere else. Maybe he's grown. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe he hasn't as well. <laughs> but if Arthur Blank wants Bill Belichick, so then everybody else there is going to just talk him out of Bill Belichick. And then if that's the case, it feels like Bill Belichick is not coaching this year. Yeah, he. I, if he doesn't get the Falcons job, I don't think he hasn't interviewed anywhere else. To date, although I know of, true, and but that also makes me wonder. Bill Belichick, as we know, would love giving nothing, right? Giving nothing to the media. Wouldn't want to talk to him if he didn't have to. Doesn't trust him. All that likes keeping things very much in house. Mm-hmm. Hates when there's any kind of rumors out there, whether it was trades he was making or sign. All of a sudden, guys would just sign, right? It'd be like nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, they just signed this guy. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, they made a trade. Maybe there is one of these other teams, and we don't know about it, and he appreciates the fact that we don't know about it, and that team is respecting his wishes. This is me. I'm a little far-fetched. I understand. But maybe one of these teams is working with Bill kind of on the side, and then all of a sudden next week out of nowhere, boom, Bill Belichick to the commanders. And you're like, oh, okay. Mm. Do you open that, that up as a possibility? Out of nowhere. Yeah. Do I rule it out? No. But okay. I wonder where would Ben. Yeah, still have I still Ben Johnson's ready. You know, Ready, ben- willing, and able. Yep. Uh, Vrab- I mean, I can't see Vrabel sitting out a year. The guy still should be coaching the Titans. That was one of the dumbest moves ever. So do you think Vrabel to the Seahawks or the see, Commanders? V- they should have canned Sirianni and brought Vrabel into Philadelphia. He would have cleaned He would have cleaned that ship up real quick. But I think Seahawks and Seahawks are probably and Chargers are both more likely to go offense because they both just got rid of defensive guys. Commanders, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, hell, would they just interviewed Bienemy? Would they consider just promoting Bienemy from the offensive coordinator to the head coach? No way. No, I don't. Th- I don't think Bienemy gets the gig. All right. Uh, then yeah, Panthers. I mean, that's a that's not the best job in the Is world. Is Vrabel going to go there? Maybe he's like, wait a second. If I can handle this knucklehead for four uh-huh. years yeah. at twenty million per, I can retire even if this goes south. True. There is that. Yeah, the old the old Matt rule, I guess. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a grab bag. That's right.
Oscar nominations tomorrow. Speaking of, wow. do you do you give a good grab bag about the Oscar noms? Uh, I do because this year in particular, Rich, I haven't as much in recent year. Yeah. But because I really like the movie so much that I believe is the front runner for best picture, I do care. Oppenheimer. So this, the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is the year. I mean, I end up watching it. I, I know, and I'm always, I always like regret that I watched it and spent that much time. Although, well, you have a pop culture podcast. I do, guy. I do. But it is. It's a lot of movies that the the movies that we love don't get highlighted. Now, this is a different year. Like this year, Oppenheimer is one of the movies that Davey and I liked quite a bit, um, and it won the uh, the Dorky. So, if that gives you any kind of indication, but. Usually, like the big Christopher Nolan swinging by to <laughs> stop by. Yeah, I told him it's waiting for him. He can come by yeah. and get it if he if he yeah. wants. Uh, he's welcome anytime. But like movies like you know Spider Verse and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and Godzilla Minus One, I don't think are going to pop up at the Oscars. But I still end up watching it, and then I'll mm-hmm. end up watching most of the movies that get nominated. And uh, Spider Man could because it could win Best Animated. Oh picture. yeah, I bet it will. Actually, it should. It should win. Yeah. Best, it should win best. Uh, Rich, we have a, another basketball player that wants to seem to challenge the Kobe eighty-one threshold. That is. Going oh up. my God! It's... Grab bag. Have you seen what Carl Anthony Towns oh, is doing? Hello. Yes. Yes. I, yes. Uh, I, yes. I am. So Carl Anthony Towns has scored nine points in the first three minutes of the third quarter. This, according to at Worldwide Wob Rob Perez. And is now at 53 points scored with nearly an entire half remaining. What's going on today? What's what going the these big men around the league? What is happening? The bigs. They're going crazy. Oh, so final score for the 76ers. They win by 10. Final stat line for Joel Embiid, 70. An even 70 to go along with 18 rebounds. And the How many win. did Wemby put up in that one? 33. Damn, that's two overs. 33. Giannis with a quiet triple double in comparison to everybody else. 31, 17, and 10. Imagine Ooh, beef stew at 19. 31, 17, and 10 looks like just chicken feed compared to these two. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh yeah, crazy nights in the uh in the NBA, that's for sure. Let's check in on Scotty Barnes. He's gonna be old star. 20 points, 10 rebounds, six assists for Scotty Barnes. We can check in on Scotty Barnes every night, thanks to our guy there. <laughs> but yeah, that's a big number. The old seventy burger isn't that what Devin Booker put up on the Celtics a few years ago? I think seventy. Uh, did what? he really? I think it was seventy, and they lost. And he like took a picture. Remember? And everybody was like, he was like all excited about it. It's like you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I think it was seventy on the nose. Uh, whatever. I'll look it up. I'll look it up later. Grab bag. Yeah, it was 70 against the Celtics back in 2017 wow. uh, for Devin Booker. But, uh, Fitz, you saw news that a new Jurassic World movie could be written uh, right now? Yeah, and you know what the funny thing is, or rather the interesting element that's not so interesting, is that they're bringing back David Kep, the original screenwriter of Jurassic Park to write the fourth Jurassic World movie, oh. which will be the seventh Jurassic movie overall. I To which I ask, in the land of diminishing sequels and returns, yeah. why do we need another movie? Oh, no, where did they go this time? They've already hopped the park. They've hit the urban landscape. Yeah. They've left the island. They've swam in the ocean. They've flown around. the like They've terrorized every aspect of the planet, and each sequel sucks more than the next. Let me give you two reasons. One... We need our yearly 
sweet dino action. It is provided by these Jurassic World movies. And two, the last one, they finally gave the dinosaurs feathers, which is more accurate to real dinosaurs. They were they had feathers. Mm-hmm. So that's right. So if we finally caught up with the idea, so we that, need more like, of those. They should reshoot the first Jurassic Park movie with all feathers. We should just to, just to be fair to the dinos. Did now, you Rich, see the thing that was seen... on Instagram that I uh, I think I might have talked about on the show? Remember when they took. Uh, all of the human characters from Jurassic Park, and they made them dinosaurs. That was a great clip. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But no, overall, and I defend these movies and like these movies. But after the last one, I'm done. You know, I think you're good. You that had your, you had your run. You tried it so bad. The last one sucked. I tried to defend Fallen Kingdom, which was the middle one in the Jurassic World. But it, oh it, it god, wasn't With great Jurassic auction and everything that they, oh, that was. I couldn't even finish it. No, the now, first two to... are good. Well, the first one's the best. It's amazing. Jurassic World's very good. I'm even. I I can yep. take Lost World. Lost World's fine with me. The first sequel, but yeah, then you have three other ones that are like, Ooh, boy. yeah. Now see, like, you want to tell me more about like the new Kong versus Godzilla? Oh, yes, all that, all that action, like yes, I do. stuff like that. Yeah. I will watch. You know, this way, that way, and every day that ends in a Y and twice on that last one that is Sunday. Correct. But, like, uh, these dinosaur movies, I'm done. Like, someone has to do something different. Let's all go to the grab bag. I don't know if you saw this. Caitlin Clark, the uh, college basketball player for Iowa, Mm -hmm. they lost in overtime, did Iowa, uh, to Ohio State. And Ohio State fans stormed the court. And one of them, like smashed into her Terry Tate off his linebacker style. Didn't mean to like, I, I don't, I don't think that was the purpose just from the replays that I saw of it, but she was, it was another woman who was like storming the court and like shoulder hip checked her. Caitlin Clark went down to the ground and they like help her off the floor. Seemed a little bit of a Josh Allen flop to me. Oh snap. I think she was so, up, I think they did she lose. Was so, yeah. Yeah. I think she was so upset. Was that their first loss of the year? I don't know if it was. They're ranked like number two in the country, so maybe it yeah. is first or second, I think. But I, I'm always surprised that that doesn't happen more often. You have that many people; most of them are probably boozed up, storming the court, and then you have one whole team just trying to get off the floor the best that they can. Yeah, it's so, tough to be those you know twelve players plus staff and personnel scooting off the floor as somewhere between five hundred and twelve thousand people storm the court. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I saw the re- I saw the slow. Mo- it looked a little floppy. Okay, I'm not gonna say right, LeBronish, but maybe somewhere somewhere in the Josh Allen neighborhood. I think that was their second loss. Looks like they're uh, eighteen and two. They are now eighteen and two. What the hell are you? I'm grab bag. Mr. Beast has signed a one hundred million dollar TV deal with Amazon. Can you believe old Jimmy the YouTuber, <laughs> Mr. Giveaway? Crazy. Good for these now, guys. So I just got the deets from a friend. Okay. Um, so there was the report earlier, Mr. Beast nearing a $100 million TV deal. So a buddy who works in TV said, don't worry. Uh, oh, that's already signed. It's going to be a competition show. The first step, which is what a lot of the things are. On yeah. His, you know. Yeah. All these, you know, influencers, they either like. Play Minecraft and do we watches and then like, hey guys, don't forget to like, smash, and subscribe. Uh, or they do competition ones and he gives away a ton of money and prizes. Um, it's a competition show. First episode on YouTube. Everything else afterward will be on Prime. 
and this is Prime's way of trying to score that coveted, yeah. you know, young, uh, tween, demo. Yep. young demographic that watches everything on YouTube and bringing them back over to a premium streaming service. It's going to work. Right, what, how many followers this guy have? It's, oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, he's the largest on YouTube. But I, so I ask uh, both you gentlemen this, who are both fathers, yes. what will you say to your child if and when they come to you and said, uh, Dad, I, I'm, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to take a skip year. I'm going to be a content creator for YouTube. Well, let's do it. I would You're say, in. As let's go. As, call, as long as you call the plural of uh, child children as opposed to child. <laughs> Did I say child? <laughs> Your child. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean that's, that's the wave of the future. There, are, there are jobs today that, or uh, I Stiz, say, no joke. Yeah, Stiz, no joke. Tomorrow, we are my old, the older boy Thomas, uh, who Stiz has met many times. Rich, um, he is upset. Obviously, wants to you know uh, get people liking and smashing and subscribing. So we're starting two YouTube channels for him, and I have to get obviously Fantastic. two proprietary emails. One is going to be about his love of RC aircrafts and drones. So that's going to be his aviation channel. And then we're going to do a gaming channel as well. Love it. Yeah, look at that kid, Ryan. All he does is open stuff. He's a <laughs> that's it. He's got like 25 people working for him. Yeah. He's never seen the light of day in seven years. He's locked up in a basement all day. No, I was watching this uh, Blippy. You seen Blippy? Oh, my God. There? That guy used to be a firefighter. Yeah, and then he also did like other videos that were like more like jackass type videos, and now he's doing like these kid videos where he just goes to like a playground and he's like, "Hey, look at me! I'm going down the slide." And I always like, wonder, like, do you feel weird doing that? He must, right? like, but right? then he just he dresses up weird. He yeah, talks, suspenders, you know, wearing a lot of orange, thing. but then he ends up counting his money, and I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, he like millions uh, of subscribers to watch him play in a ball pit. You're on a date. You're like, yeah. So what do you do? I'm like, what do I do is I go to playgrounds. I'm paying for this date. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, right. We're at Abe and Louie's. Hey, yeah. why, why don't you shut up and enjoy your Tomahawk River? <laughs> the guy's doing all right. Grab bag. All right, that'll do it for tonight's grab bag. Another grab bag tomorrow at 920. We'll wrap up the show with some final thoughts coming up next year on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy WEEI, uh, wrapping things up on a Monday night. If you miss it, Joel Embiid went for 70 tonight for the 76ers. And we're also keeping our eyes on Carl Anthony Towns, who after three quarters is up to 58. Wow. So 70 might not even be the high score of the evening. So we'll see what's going on there. Celtics holding on to a seven point lead as they play in the third quarter. And Bruins were 4-1 winners tonight over the Jets. So just a lot going on. And we're also reacting to the uh, divisional round as we have the uh, conference championship games are set. And, uh, yeah, you got the uh, Chiefs and the Ravens. That's currently a a three-and-a-half-point spread in favor of the Ravens. And then Lions at Niners minus seven for San Francisco. Is it really three-and-a-half? Oh, holy Vegas zone on that one. I know. I kind of, I kind of think I'm going to take both dogs right now on Monday. It's I, early, but I smell a dog teaser coming. Dog tease. Ooh, dog tease. Little, little dog tease. Don't tease dogs. Not nice. But to you know tease what? Dogs. Roll it down though. Like if you certain apps will allow you to 
toggle uh, around the T's, if you will. Um, toggle around your, the T's? So that you don't have to just do a straight six-point teaser. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can grab yeah. like three, three and a half, whatever. Like All of a sudden, the Lions at ten and a half. Oh, that's pretty interesting. That is enticing. I might even do a small sprinkle on both to win outright just to see what that gets me. Well, and how great personally, I know everyone, I see all these graphics from like the popular online memories like NFL memes and ghetto Gronk and whatnot saying like, you know, percentage of fans that are rooting for the Ravens, percentage of fans that are rooting for anybody but the Chiefs, like for Taylor Swift not to ruin the Super Bowl. Personally, the Super Bowl, I would most like to see, I would love to see the the bookend Super Bowl. We opened with Lions Chiefs. We finished with Lions with Chiefs, Lions against Chiefs. So there's your Eminem Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Oh, uh, come on! Not bad. Then yeah. make them perform, and then like they tell Usher to kick rocks. <laughs> so if it's Ravens Niners, then it goes uh, to the Super Bowl logo conspiracy theorists because the last correct. three years the colors have lined up. So that you'd have that. The Niners are begging to be beaten. I think. They I are. think the knee. The I think knee the Lions get them. I think, the line, I think they kind of do. And so the Niners, no Ravens. One on that team can cover Amon Ross St. Brown. Sorry. No, no, can. no, that's a good point. That also is a flashback to the Harbaugh Bowl when it was Jim and John coaching against each other, Colin Kaepernick versus Joe Flacco in the Super Bowl however uh, many years I, ago. One of the most infuriating first and goal at the four scenarios I have ever yeah. seen in my life. No, it was rough. It was rough. I think it's good news for the NFL at this point, probably regardless of matchup. Because Lamar Jackson, easy sell, his first time in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs dynasty, easy sell. The Lions, they have enough celebrities behind them now. It's a cool story. I think you could you could push that. And then the 49ers are probably the best overall team. So, I mean, I think they're in good shape. There's no, like, oh, my God, you got to make sure Jacksonville doesn't get in. Like, I think they're fine. Yeah. I, it, it'll be a fun one for yep. sure, but I'm openly rooting for, and we I know we'll get after this again uh, in a couple of days, Lions-Chiefs, the bookend Super Bowl is where it's at. That would be pretty cool. So, yeah, we'll definitely talk about these games more on Wednesday. I'll see you next time we talk to you, Fitzy. Great job as always, sir. Thank you, sir. Great time as always, Stanley. Take care of yourself. Good times. Stez, you and me, and Andy Hart back at it tomorrow at 6. So everybody have a great rest of your night, and we'll talk to you then.